How are they so calm and composed yet I was reactive, I was shouting, I was screaming, I was yelling, I even hit them. Doesn't that make me a narcissist? How can I call them abuser? How can I be sure of that? Because the things that I did towards the end were abusive. It felt like I was being the monster that I thought they were. I was anxious all the time. I would walk on eggshells and then that would create conflicts. Doesn't that make me the problem? Do you ask questions like these? Do you struggle with getting the closure, trying to understand the situation, trying to understand how they were the narcissist and you were not? Do you question yourself constantly and do you find yourself getting consumed by this cycle of rumination 24-7? If your answer to any of these questions is a yes, this episode is for you. Hi, I'm Danish, a narcissistic abuse recovery professional. Today in this episode, we're going to talk about the never-ending quest for closure after narcissistic abuse. Why you keep struggling with it and what to do about it. If that sounds interesting and you are eager to learn more, please make sure to subscribe before we begin because your subscription to this channel always helps spread awareness about narcissistic abuse. Let's get started with a question. Do you struggle with questions that I shared with you earlier? Questions that make you doubt your reality, that make you doubt the reality of the relationship, that keep you anxious and up all night? Do you struggle with thoughts that are intrusive that you do not want to think about but you are dissecting and revisiting those memories again and again just to know exactly what happened? If yes, let me know in comments about your experience because your experience can help other survivors feel deeply validated and connected. Now let's get started with the main understanding of this never-ending quest for closure after leaving the narcissist. It's known. Narcissists do not give you any closure. Either you leave them or they discard you. In both cases, it never ends well. It never ends on good terms. There is no mutual understanding. There is no proper separation. There is no beginning. There is no end. They leave you in a limbo and you're constantly fighting, trying to understand what happened to you. What happened to you when you were in the relationship? Why did they behave the way they did? Why did you behave the way you did? And what was the reality? So this keeps you stuck. And you keep asking questions like, am I the narcissist? How can they be a narcissist? If they were a narcissist, how can they be so good at this time? Why did it feel so different? I mean, he was calm. She was relaxed when I was shouting. These are the questions that keep you stuck. What you need to understand is that these questions that you ask, these confusing, conflicting questions that you ask are rooted in psychological trauma that you experienced in the narcissistic relationship. You need to know this splitting, this compartmentalization of experiences, this chronic self-doubt was planted by the narcissist in your head to make you question yourself because that way it became extremely easy for them to control you and your actions. The confusion that you're struggling with now is in itself a proof that there was something deeply wrong in the narcissistic relationship. How can I say so? Because look at the narcissist. If you were to ask them, why did you leave the relationship or what was the relationship like for you? They will very clearly say that it was the other person's fault. They will blame everything on you and there won't be even an inch of space they would give to themselves to reflect upon their actions and to consider their involvement in the problems that you experience together. No, that would not happen. They will clearly make it your fault and wash their hands of the responsibility. But you, on, on the other hand, you can't do that. Why? Because you have what I call an intact working moral compass and a conscience that is alive. You have a conscience that cares about right or wrong. 
yet they don't because their conscience is almost dead or dysfunctional to a high degree. Their moral compass is broken and it's corrupt. What does that mean? They only care about what serves them, what works for them, not what is the right thing to do. For you, doing the right thing matters a lot and that's why this conscience that you have has inflamed. The way our uh, systems, our organs inflame when there is an infection or something happens in the body, the same way your conscience has inflamed because the narcissist traumatized the hell out of you. They triggered the extreme forms of survival responses, which is why you're in a constant state of fight or flight. Now, the difference is you're fighting with yourself or you're running away from yourself because you cannot make sense of this mush, this mixture, this feels like your brain is on fire constantly 24-7 because nothing makes sense, at least logically. So it doesn't matter how much you dissect it, it doesn't matter how much you revisit those memories on your own or in this traumatized state, nothing will get resolved. I can guarantee you that. How can I say so? Because when we talk about psychological trauma, we're talking about deep brain injuries. Injuries that cannot be healed through this cognition, the cognitive understanding of what happened in there. Yes, you may be able to make sense of some of the things, but emotionally, you may still feel stuck. So what should we do about this never-ending quest for closure? First things first, do you have to take a step back and look at the situation objectively and stop blaming yourself because you were not the crazy one. You reacted because you were pushed to the point of reacting to the situation. Let me give an example. If a mosquito bites you on your arm once, it's not a big deal. You can completely scratch it off and you will forget it in a couple of minutes. But then if the same mosquito bites you a thousand times on the same place, how will you start reacting? Won't you become oversensitive to sounds in your environment that may sound similar to the mosquitoes flying, the sound it makes when it flies around? Yes, you would. Wouldn't you be extremely hypervigilant. The moment you feel something on your arm, you will slap it down just to kill it because you are in a state of complete survival and it's an emergency situation for you because this has happened a thousand times and it hurts now. There's this inflammation in your arm. That is exactly what has happened to your brain. You need to understand that this injury or the reactivity back then was a normal and a natural response to the narcissist's constant picking at you, constant bullying, constant abusing. Anybody in your place would have reacted the same way you did. You need to understand that. You did what is natural to you, what you are designed to do and how you're designed to behave in such a situation. So you need to give yourself that validation. It has to come from you. The second thing that you have to do is you have to understand and fully realize that the source of your pain cannot be the source of your healing. You cannot go back to the same things or even the narcissist physically, let's say, can't ask them questions. They will never give you answers that will close this chapter for you. Or you cannot keep revisiting these traumagenic memories in search of answers. You have to do trauma work. I'm being very specific here. You have to learn how to calm your nervous system down. You have to work with the body because your brain is pulling you towards these fragmented memories, these these mushed up memories, this messy mixture. But the answer does not lie here. The answer lies here, which is why you have to intentionally 
bring yourself out of this quest to get closure because you are not going to get any through this way at least you have to start sitting with your body you have to calm your nervous system down you have to know how to focus on your breathing you have to learn how to relax your body because when you're thinking when you're asking these questions you may have observed you're anxious your body is tight you're probably not breathing you're all over the place you're having panic attacks that's why you gotta do therapeutic work you have to sit with yourself you have to learn how to tolerate the distress you have to increase your capacity you have to be within your window of tolerance if you don't know what that is it just means your capability at a single time to deal with the distress that you are presented with you have to be able to sit in the body be with the body embody those feelings so that you can naturally find relief from these memories it's through the body you can work with your mind that is the key all in all and in a nutshell i can say this quest for closure is a trauma response you are seeking answers because the narcissist left you with nothing they left you with so many questions and your rumination is an attempt that your brain is making to get closure to close these open loops but unfortunately it is a perpetual cycle that never ends you just go on and on and on your spiral and this the only way to end it is to do the trauma work to work with the body so that you can work with your mind that is the only way to break this cycle of rumination i hope you found this episode insightful and helpful if you did please let me know in comments drop a like share this video and subscribe i'll talk with you in the next one until then let the healing begin and continue